TFC Talk on All In Sports Talk. Hey everyone, Steve Gennaro here for TFC Talk. Today I made my way up to Kia Training Grounds where I talked to the head coach Greg Vanny. In addition to Greg Vanny, I spoke with Marky Delgado and Raheem Edwards as well. Also, there's an interview you'll hear today from an event on the weekend with myself and Josie Altador. The event was hosted by the Extreme Toronto Sports Club, a great sponsor of this show, but also you know your one-stop shop for all your recreational sports needs across the greater Toronto area. Go to xtsc.ca to sign up and play today. Uh, Toronto FC coming off a victory against Chicago last weekend. Prepare for uh, a match this Friday up against the Houston Dynamo. And if you want more over and above this week's TFC talk, you can also check out uh, Vocal Minority, the Vocal Minority podcast, the one of the longest standing Toronto FC podcasts that we have anywhere. Uh, and uh, I, I guessed it on there this week as well. So make sure you check out those good people. Also, more good news continues for TFC talk as we have now been picked up by World Football Index. So make sure you check out World Football Index. They have podcasts for every every single league of soccer or football around the world. And now you can find TFC Talk there as well. Okay, folks, that's it for me. At the end of the show, you know, the guy with the deep voice gives you all the information you need to know about how to follow TFC Talk, how to follow myself, Steve Gennaro, on Twitter, and how to follow All in Sports Talk, xtsc.ca, World Football Index, Waking the Red, and all the other great people who are involved with this show. Thanks so much to Toronto FC and to the players and coaches for their time. And thanks to you for listening. Up the Reds. TFC Talk on All In Sports Talk. Preparing for Houston, getting ready for the, for the match this Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you expect them to line up like they did last week in that 4-4-2 diamond, or do you think they'll be playing the 4-3-3 they played uh, for the first five or six games of the season? Uh, not totally sure. I mean, we'll, we'll prepare... Uh, to the extent that we prepare for anyone for either or, um, so it's it's up to them. I know they got a shutout and uh, um, and scored two goals, which is which is a nice way to win. So um, you know, I, I I don't pretend to really know what's going on in their camp too much. So that'll be a choice they'll make. It will it will only adjust how we do things slightly, but the guys are aware of that depending on what they see uh, on the weekend. And you know they're scoring goals, you know, quite yeah. regularly this year for Houston, and they've got a lot of uh, action up top. With uh, and you saw that already this year when Atlanta was here. So mm-hmm. how do you prepare for an attacking team like that? Yeah, same same thing in terms of they have guys that are very dynamic uh, wingers who are very fast. Uh, should they choose to use wingers, even if they go with two fours, they have guys who are very they're active, they're busy, they're quick. Uh, they they look for their spots where they're not necessarily needed defensively and they'll hang out in these transition spots where they can be aggressive with their runs and, and look to create things. And, and they have guys who can uh, who can create things on their own. You know, what in an action that doesn't look like much, they can they can turn it into something. So, you know, again, we have to be, uh, you know, better with, with our, not better, but similar to last week, good with our organization behind things, uh, awareness of where guys are, especially the guys who aren't involved in their defending action and who are just waiting for the transitions. We need to be very alert of those guys. Uh, choose our moments when we want to, you know, when we can oppose higher and, and choose our moments when we just need to take away their ability to play forward. And so um, it's just going to be about a good, solid, you know, effort and, and being very 
uh, cognizant of, of those moments when transitions take place and, and making sure we make the right decisions and that we are we're prepared for them before they actually happen. You know, last year you guys had a, a better record uh, during the regular season when you didn't have a majority of possession. For a long stretch, you were very good at that. This year, Houston is playing like that. Their record yeah. is significantly better when they don't have uh, the majority of possession. Uh, how, how does that again? Does that play into how you play as a team, or you're comfortable, you know, with them uh, sitting back and maybe waiting to exploit a mistake here or there? I think it's you know it's something we've seen over the course of of the year and and teams have different ways that they feel they can be successful whether it's against us or just in the vision of how they want to do things and uh, like I said they've got guys and, and even you said they've got guys in transition who can make things happen who are dynamic who are who can create uh, plays uh, and so you know they they've defended hard as a group they've given up a fair amount of goals as well so it's a it's a little bit of trying to find the right balance for them you know and and but. Uh, for us, in terms of teams sitting back, it, it, it's, you know, if that's what it is, we have to be very um, secure with the ball and our choices, not turn over balls in bad spots where we where we invite counterattacks against us and, again, staying organized behind. It's uh, whether a team tries to press you or a team sits back, they, they create slightly different, obviously, dynamics, and, and we've got to be aware of, of obviously, seeing what they do and, and making the appropriate adjustments based on, uh, you know, what the game says to us. Um, you've got, obviously, throughout May, midweek games I think in all but one week do you have to start thinking about that now in terms of your rotation and team selections or is it just win the next game yeah no well uh, for the players it's win the next game you know for for myself for the staff we have uh you know some plans that we've laid out yeah I think that's important as you look through these things and that and and look ahead is to plan out and map out some things that you think are appropriate uh, but for everybody, you know, for the, the players, for us as we go into the next game, it's win these games one game at a time. Um, but understanding that there's some travel, there's lots of games, there's different things in May that, that um, will present challenges to our group, to our whole group, and, and it's going to be opportunities for guys along the way. So, right, we create a little bit, of, we create a map, a road map, and, and uh, we go one game at a time through it. One of the things you've been very good at this season, you've got two more goals in the last couple of games, is set-piece situations. Um, what's kind of the process of, of creating the routines that, that you've been devising this season that are working pretty well? Well, I mean, we we have uh, we played to the strengths of our guys a lot of times, and and you know between Victor and Seba, and occasionally when Michael will will hit service, we, it's really being successful in set pieces about being consistent about the spots that you can hit in terms of the service. You can run guys anywhere, and if the service doesn't get there, it's it's meaningless. And I think. You know, between the guys that are that are putting the service, uh, they're getting it into the right spots. The runners are, are working hard to get to the spots, and the timing has been working out. Uh, aside from that, you just try to create and or find spaces in the box that you think you can you can take advantage of. And uh, but it all comes down to to really the service and the commitment of the runners to get to to get to the expected spots. Is there things you can look at in terms of individual opponents, in terms of what you can exploit, or is it kind of you just yeah yeah definitely I mean definitely you can. You can look at different teams, and and some teams zone, some teams play man to man, uh, some teams obviously do a hybrid of both. Most teams do some form of a hybrid of both, and so uh, you look for matchups. You look for again spaces or ways that you can manipulate the space and try to try to get to spaces. I think it's uh, you know sometimes it's it's from week to week. Sometimes it's what's you know what's worked well for us, whether it was last game or or five games ago. You know you just you just. We try to take advantage of the guys that we have on the field and the matchups that we think we might get. Um, Houston have been one of the other top teams in, in that regard this season. Yeah. What have you seen from them in terms of the threat they carry? 
some set pieces. Yeah, same thing. It's uh, you know they they mix it up. They'll play some short. They'll play. Um, they'll move you around in terms of their their different looks. Uh, they make aggressive runs and and they've got um, they've got good service. And so uh, I, I don't think it's a it's it's the same for all of us. I mean, we're looking to try to catch an edge in all of those things. And and they're a group that through committed runs, good service, and variation in what they do, they've also been able to be successful in those moments, and we've got to make sure that you know defensively we are well-organized, prepared, and, and committed to being the first to get to the ball when it's when it's played in the area. Injury updates, how's, uh, how's Clint doing? Uh, Clint's doing well. He's, he's into, you know, full training and, and now it's just, you know, adding more things on as he, as he does the training and, and seeing how he reacts and continuing to progress him forward. Um, he's not quite into full game mode yet, but he's, uh, but he's getting there. Uh, other than that, it's Drew and Chris, uh, for this weekend that are, they're out. You know, with, uh, was it five games or six games in 16 days coming up, uh, starting on Friday, is there a chance we'll see Clint at some point in that stretch? If all, if all progresses well as, as targeted? Yeah, it's it's possible. I think, again, I said at the beginning here, this stretch is some, a time where we're going to need everybody at some point, including uh, the goalkeepers. And so uh, it would be good to, at some point through the stretch, get Clint going again and get him back um, back into being fully match ready and match sharp and all that kind of stuff. So this this is an opportunity because it's a busy month for sure to, to get a lot of guys some, some opportunity to, to get game fit and game sharp. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Greg. FC Talk on All In Sports Talk. Extreme Toronto Sports Club, XTSC, offers the best co-ed, men's and women's recreational leagues across the city. Scarborough, North York, Downtown Toronto, indoor and outdoor turf soccer, co-ed volleyball and ball hockey leagues too. Get your soccer fix with Extreme Toronto Sports Club. Sign up today at xtsc.ca xtsc.ca Hey everybody, Steve Jadar here for TFC Talk, standing up here at the Kia Training Grounds next to Marky Delgado. Marky, how you doing? Good, thanks for having me. Alright, yeah, it's, all, it's always good to have you back on, especially after like, a successful run like last Friday night, we saw you get the start, and you know, had a big impact on the, on the match as a whole, so when did you find out you were going to get the start, and, and, and how did that feel? Uh, actually, I found out a day before the game, coming out to the training ground, Greg called me over and told me I was starting. It's a bit surprised, but um, you know, I've been working hard every day during training when I when I wasn't playing. So, you know, coming into the game I was comfortable and fit, so it felt great. You know, over the last two seasons now the team has won ninety percent of the games that you've started in the midfield. Were you aware of that stat? Uh no I wasn't, but I was pretty aware every time we started we had every time I started we had a good a good run, so yeah. I mean good to see. I said win, but actually you, you win or, or Drew got points in and, 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 and 90% of the game. So lo- lots of points happening. So so what is it about what you bring to the game in the midfield that has such a positive impact on the rest of the team? To be honest, I, I mean, I have no idea. I just step onto the field and play my game and see how everything comes out. You know, I play the game very simple. Nothing special. No, no Cristiano Messi stuff. <laughs> so very simple. One, two, touch. Uh, receive, release. That's it. So what about some, what about some, there's some Javi stuff going on there, though. You're, you're kind of playing a little bit like the Javi role. You know, you, you're recycling, yeah. recycling the ball pretty quickly, moving it from the back line up to the forwards. It's as quick and as simple as possible. Coach spoke about that in the, in the post-game presser on Friday and mentioned just what a difference he thought you made in, in the game, being able to, again, quickly move the ball without taking too many touches. Right, right. Yeah, like you said, Xavi role. Um, 
yeah, I mean, I watch Xavi and Iniesta. Like, I continue to repeat over and over again. I watched them play so much, and when they played together, it was fantastic. I loved it, and, I, you know, I try to emulate both of their plays, uh, both of their style of play. So, you know, that's what I'm trying to imitate here. In the locker room after the game Friday, uh, Michael Bradley specifically addressed, uh, without being asked, what he thought uh, an impact that you had in the game as well. Again, speaking to you know um, how much of a difference it, it was having you next to him. So what what is it that you do that maybe frees Michael up uh, to, to to play a, a different style, or it maybe allows him to be maybe more aggressive or more defensive, more offensive? Like how, how do you see Michael's game change when you're standing next to him? When I'm standing next to him, how do I see it change? Uh... I don't see a change, honestly. I just, he's the same player as always, comes into every game with the same mentality to compete every day. And I mean, if everybody from the outside sees a change from me going in from somebody else starting next to him, so so be it. But honestly, I don't see a change. Is there anything positionally that, that changes when, when you're in, in, the mid, in the midfield with Michael versus someone else playing the, that role next to him? No, it's it's the same position, the same idea for everyone who comes into that role. So I mean, I mean, like like I continue to say, I just come in and play simple. So it's yeah. nothing special. Everybody talks a lot about me making a, a difference and everything, but I'm like, I'm just playing simple. Just that's it. I just get just get out there, just hustle, just yeah. r- just run the lines, just make the quick passes, yeah. and and, uh, and try not to get your name in the newspaper for the wrong reasons, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Simplify the game as much as possible. All right, Mark. You really appreciate it again. Good chat with you. We'll talk again real soon. Thanks for having me again. <laughs> TFC Talk on All In Sports Talk. Hey everybody, Steve Gennaro here for TFC Talk, live at the Kia Training Grounds, where I'm talking to Raheem Edwards uh, post-practice and getting ready for Friday against Houston Dynamo. Uh, Raheem, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. Uh, just post-practice now, just heading in, just relaxing and chilling now. Yeah, it's been a, quite a whirlwind for you so far this spring, obviously getting the invitation to training camp, getting the first team contract, getting real minutes, especially starting with uh, you know Vancouver, where you came on and were a difference maker immediately, and then with the injury to Drew Moore, you seem to have solidified yourself at that sort of left wing back position. So, how's it going from your standpoint? Yeah, obviously it's going well. Uh, I got my opportunity and I uh, I took it, so I'm, I'm just taking it game by game, but I'm, I think I'm doing fairly well. Obviously there's improvements that happen, but uh, I think I'm doing well. Let's talk just for a second before we get into what you're doing with the club, which which is fantastic. Maybe a little bit your path or your road to Toronto FC. You know, right now there's so much discussion in the province of Ontario around, uh, you know, OPDL and the pathway here. But you took a bit of a different road. Tell us a little bit about how you got from, you know, from playing in, in the you know, local house league to the, the, the first team of Toronto FC. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's an interesting story. I went through... Uh um, OCAA, uh, which is uh, Ontario College of Soccer Association, so it's like uh, Sheridan from Sheridan. I knew uh, Mohan Babuli, and uh, we we played for Sheridan. And after he told me why not come try out for TFC, uh, so they invited me, and I came out for the USL team, made the team, and here I am now with the first team. I think that's great. It's a great story too for all all, all the local talent that's out there. So much unscouted great talent here in the GTA in the Toronto area across the province of Ontario, and it's great to see you know local kids getting the chance to make it to the first team. Let's talk a little bit what you're doing now out on on the left left hand side there, getting a lot of uh, penetration, a lot of good one v one opportunities, some great crossing balls going on there as well. Last game. 
game, Victor Vasquez sends you in at about 48 minutes, and you're sort of in alone coming down the left-hand side yeah. there. You take a bit of an extra touch, and then uh, you know it doesn't necessarily go the way you want it to. Um, how do you make the decision when you're coming down, whether it's to cross or whether it's to try and take the man and go for goal? Yeah, it's all about positioning where you are on the field. If you're a little too wide, then you you don't want to shoot. And that play, particularly, I thought I should have probably crossed the back or cut it back or turn out. But it depends on positioning. If you're too wide, you want to cross it. But if you're narrow and you see yourself having a decent chance on goal, then you could take the shot. What about when you see Javinko and Josie in there? Is there is there a tendency to want to sort of defer exactly. to defer to those guys? Exactly. Those are the goal scorers. Those are the guys that make the magic happen. So if you get the ball to them, perfect. They'll do their magic. His coach encouraged you to be more aggressive coming down that, that left-hand side, maybe taking more chances for yourself, being a bit more selfish at times? Yeah, exactly. The whole staff uh, says I should be aggressive. They know how I like to play. I'm I'm attacking-minded left-sided players. So, yeah, they told me to be aggressive and stay sharp. Great. Raheem, thanks so much for the time, and good luck going forward. Hope to speak to you again real soon on TFC Talk. Thanks for having me. Thanks. TFC Talk on All In Sports Talk. Hey everybody, Steve Gennaro here with Josie Altador, another great event by XTSC.ca, the Extreme Talk Sports Club. All the best for your recreational sports needs across the city. Josie Altador, good to see you again. How you doing? I'm great, man. Thanks for having me. All right, Josie, right now, Toronto FC coming off a big win, 3-1 against Chicago Fire, so that's got to feel good. The dressing room, the mood was really good last night after the win. How are you feeling? How's the team feeling? Well, good. Uh, physically, a little bit tired, a little fatigued, but that's always normal after a game. And, uh, you know, the team is feeling happy, relieved in a, in a way, because I think we've done a lot of good work this season, and we just, for, for some odd reason, haven't been able to get the right results. So to have that win kind of showcase what we've been doing up until this point, I think meant, meant a lot to the guys and went a long way. So it's good. You start the weekend off with three points, and, uh, you know, we're looking forward. We're chopping at the bit to, to get back to being on Friday and play against Houston. Yeah, Friday night against Houston, and then you actually, at that point, you're going to play 15, in 15 days, you're going to play five games, I believe, so it's a really big time coming up, not just the Houston game, but a series of games coming up at home, where if you go onto the Toronto FC website, if you go to order tickets and you use the promo code XTSCTFC, you can get 25% off those home game seats, courtesy of Toronto FC and XTSC, so make sure you go and check that out. Josie Osler, thanks so much. No problem, thank you for having me. Okay, that's the first promo. Here we go. See, we're getting better at it now, right? We're like, yeah. sure. <laughs> All right, now we'll, do what, now we'll talk just a little bit about uh, Canada USA. Okay. Hey everyone, back again. Steve Gennaro with Josie Altador. Josie, it was announced recently that Canada and USA are doing a joint bid for the World Cup, along with Mexico as well, so we'll include them as well. Yeah. All three countries, great news for CONCACAF. What are your thoughts as not only uh, an American footballer who lives in Canada, but a man who's worn the armband for uh, the United States national team? Uh, I'm excited. I think that's uh, it's a huge stepping stone, a huge opportunity for the U.S., for Canada, Mexico as well, to, to have the, you know, the biggest sporting event in the world come to our grounds, our shores. I think it can only help improve the grassroots, grow the game, and just bring more awareness. And so you know, I'm really excited by the bid and, and hopefully it gets received well by FIFA and uh, accepted. And uh, I think there's no better place to have a World Cup than those three countries combined. The last time the United States hosted the World Cup, there was a big boom in the growth of American soccer afterwards. In fact, MLS in many ways is a direct result of yes. that. So what were your experiences as, as, a, as, a, as a young boy uh, when, when the USA hosted the World Cup last time? I was young, but I was a young youth, you know, I was, <laughs> I was growing, but I, um, I remember it a lot because my dad actually taped them. He taped every game. 
which was pretty extraordinary from him because he usually is just, you know, enjoying the, the he's like, it's a guy that lives in the moment. And so he taped every game. So as I got older, I, I watched a bunch of the group games and a bunch of the games in the 94 World Cup. And it was just amazing to see. It's, it's, it's surreal a bit to, be, to believe that all those games took place in the USA and I was so young, I didn't really understand the magnitude of it. So to have that maybe happen again, I think is amazing. And, and to have it happen in Canada, I think Canada is amazing and it has amazing potential for soccer and Mexico as well. So I think the, the opportunities are endless and I think this could be a really, a really big turning point in, in terms of how the game is received in, uh, in the United States and Canada. That's Josie Altidore. What, Warren the Armband is captain of the USA, of course, number one striker for Toronto FC as well. Canada, USA, great football. Josie, great ambassador for the Extreme Toronto Sports Club. Make sure you check out the website, xtsc.ca. Thanks so much, Josie. TFC Talk on All In Sports Talk. TFC Talk with MLS and TFC journalist Steve Gennaro. TFC Talk is what you've been waiting for. More Toronto FC every single week. Practice reports, one-on-one interviews with players, coaches, executives, club alumni and insiders, and match day coverage of Toronto FC. TFC Talk can be heard on all in sports talks, free app or tune in station, and is simulcast on Waking the Red. You can also listen to past episodes of TFC Talk on all in sports talks iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud channels. Be sure to follow Steve on Twitter at underscore S Gennaro and listen to TFC Talk every week. Up the Reds. Up the Reds. Up the Reds.